Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How is everyone doing? Happy February. Um, I'm going to be answering some voice voicemails today. Uh, thank you all so much for calling in. As you guys know, 2024 year is the year of all voice notes, voicemails. So um, not the entire year. You know, I'm still going to, you know, do my other episodes without voicemails. But still, um, to call in to ask a question, share a story or anything. Uh, the phone number to the podcast phone line is 928 900 4990. And um, wow, we're already in February. This is going to be an interesting year. All right, so I'm going to start with the, uh, I'm going to just go random. You guys know I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> as much as you guys don't know, neither do I. So we're all in for a good surprise today. So uh, yeah, let's uh, head into straight voice, uh, the first voicemail. Hi, V. This is Emmanuel. Um, first off, just want to say I love your podcast. Thank you for your energy. I love that you um, ramble and talk about so much. It's always so interesting to me. I always find myself um, shedding a wholesome tear when you channel any messages from like spirit guides or anything like that. Um, so thank you for that. Um, I have two questions. My first question is just like on a day-to-day basis, like when I come to intersections like not 10 seconds before 10 seconds later it's empty but when i get there all of a sudden like all these cars or pedestrians like come up onto it and it's like kind of makes things slower i don't know maybe it's like my guy's trying to teach me about patience but why does that happen like i know it's not a coincidence there's always like always people coming up but like even in like when you're walking up to like a doorway or like anything and just a bunch of people pop up. My second question is about birds and I've been seeing a lot of birds um, actually today uh, for my job I had to go to a certain place and on the tree there's a tree and on top of this tree it was nighttime and there's an owl hooting away and you could see it like turning around and I'm um, just wondering if like that meant anything. Um, second time it happens where I'm driving down this happened later this same night today there was a falcon that flew right next to my car as I was driving down the street, and this is like an industrial area. I don't know if I'm anything. Maybe for context, I am going through a part of my life where I'm trying to transition over to making a life I want to live, that I enjoy, and not having to be dependent on anybody for anything, um, and just trying to like be independent financially, spiritually, emotionally, etc. Um, it's not easy, I know. I don't know if like that meant anything or those um no signs. Again, V, thank you so much for everything, for your insight, for your energy, and um have a great night. Take care. Bye bye. Oh, Emmanuel, thank you so much for calling in. And thank you. I'm so glad you appreciate my randomness and my ramblings. I, I just a uh, just thank you. And also, I really I just have to point this out. You said something about you shed a wholesome tear when I uh, channel messages from Spirit. I gotta say, like, that was so beautiful. A wholesome tear. I'm about to shed a wholesome tear myself right now, just based upon your message. Thank you. I think we all could shed some wholesome tears right now. <laughs> um, okay, so... Based upon what you said, so I'm going to kind of reiterate what you said. So 
you are going through an interesting time right now in your life where um you said i think you said you're um for context you're going through a part of your life right now where you're transitioning over to making a life that you want to live and you enjoy and not to be dependent on anybody for anything um be independent financially spiritually emotionally and um you were wondering if any of the signs such as seeing the owl um, when you were at work or leaving work and then seeing the Hulk, I mean, Falcon, it was a Falcon. Yes, you said Falcon, not a Hulk. I don't know why a Hulk is in my brain. It's a Falcon. Um, and you're wondering if any, seeing any of those birds have anything to deal with your upcoming path. You also mentioned something about like, you'll be walking on the street, it's suddenly empty. And then as soon as you stop, then it's suddenly busy. Everyone's around, all these light, you know what I mean? Traffic, all this stuff. So, okay, we're going to get into all of this. Um... Okay, as far as, I'm going to start with the bird symbolism, okay? Because birds are freaking magical. Can I get an amen? Like, birds are so cool. Um, and they are so highly divine, man. So much higher wisdom with them. So I'm going to start with the owl. Um, I believe you said that um, you had to go to a certain place for your job, and there's a tree, and, and it was nighttime, and there's owl hooting, and you could see it turning around, and, um, and you were just wondering if that meant anything. So first and foremost, I want to just get this straight out the way. The fact that at that moment you cross paths with an owl is not random, okay? So you have to be in a specific place mentally and emotionally, uh, med- spiritually, whatever, that when you cross paths with an owl, it's completely not random. This was actually designed and destined. Owls are extremely... I mean, we all know they're the wise owls, right? We so we know they're w- dealing with wisdom and 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 but well, they also deal with um, death as well. Now, I'm not saying Emmanuel, you're gonna literally physically die, but I take this actually in a metaphorical sense. When you mention that you're in this transition of your life where you're trying to get independent in all areas of your life, wouldn't it make sense that a part of yourself is? in symbolic terms, dying so that this new independent version can be rebirthed. And so I say that because I do 100% psychically believe that the owl was symbolic to your journey of transformation, of rebirth and death, and being able to take the wise lessons. And think about how, like you saw the owl's head turning, right? It's always aware it's always having awareness of all of its surroundings you notice how i think an owl's head can it turn almost all around not like is it a complete 360 or is it just i don't know i don't know if it's a complete 360 angle that they can turn their whole heads but i know they can turn it like definitely they can look behind themselves right and so i also got this energy emmanuel that deals with um you being able to be aware of yourself and think about the owl you're you're being assessing yourself your situation but seeing it through wisdom seeing through your own wisdom of lessons learned i also feel like um yeah you being at that seeing that owl you were at the right place at the right time i also feel like it was divinely placed in your path from spirit for sure and then you also mentioned the um falcon right the falcon flew next to your car as you were driving down the street and you were in an industrial area which is kind of weird right for a falcon to just be cruising with you in an industrial industrial area and so um even with the falcon symbolism um 
the falcon symbolism, the fact that it flew right next to your car. Let's think about what you're doing. You're driving, you're heading, you're obviously looking forward. Obviously, we're all driving, we're looking straight ahead. And it kind of feels like the falcon being right next to you was spirit's way of kind of sending you a hint about um, being able to consistently propel forward using what you got to go forward. When we think about like a falcon, for example, or any bird, they have to use the elements of the earth to get by. They have to use the element of air to fly. They have to use what they got. They have to use the earth element of a tree, you know, the natural like the tree to sleep in or to build their home, their nest in, right? So I had this inkling feeling, this this interesting feeling that I think a part of the bird, why you're seeing the birds is symbolizing for you to use what you have, that everything that you have right now is exactly what you need for independence and to continue to trust yourself. Imagine seeing a falcon in midair, second guessing itself, and then you see it go up and down, up and down. You notice how birds are usually pretty smooth. They kind of have a laser-like direction where they're headed, and they're like, hey, I'm going to fly in this direction and see what happens. But the birds don't second guess themselves because they trust themselves. They trust the elements of the unknown, such as the wind and the elements of this earth. And just as you are right now, you're being forced to trust in yourself as you gain all this independence to not depend on anything or anybody in any capacity. And um, I think that's, you know, like you've mentioned, it's not easy. It's a remarkable path that you're on. And then you also mentioned about um, the street thing, right? Where you are at an intersection and then it's not busy. And then 10 seconds later, it's suddenly all the cars, pedestrians and make things slower. And you mentioned that it might be in regards to your patience. I do feel a little bit of that. Um, I do. So I do agree with you. I do believe it's working on your patience because the journey you are embarking on requires a lot. And I mean, a lot of patience and focus. And not only that, but it's also about giving yourself grace for the moments that when you don't feel as patient, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It just means that, you know, continue to go with the flow as you go. But I also have another theory. Okay. So we're going to get a little, um, What's the freaking word? Um, I don't know what the word is for it, but we're going to get a little bit eclectic here. So you guys know I'm very eclectic, eccentric, whatever the word you want to use. So, you know, my brain just be thinking differently. So I want to go off of the, the whole street thing. So while it does deal with your patience in a spiritual way, but I want to talk about a different kind of weird or a reality mind-bending way so you mentioned how you walk to an intersection right and then it's nothing there and then 10 seconds later you're seeing pedestrians and cars come out of nowhere and while yes that can definitely test patience but what about this theory and it just popped up in my mind right what if um the you know you suddenly start to see all the people in the cars after it was really quiet what if that's indicative indicative of um, something larger at work, which is that your reality needs people and cars and things to make it seem like it's more real. It's kind of going on the simulation theory or what's what there's a theory in physics. What is it? Which is, and, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's something like, uh, something's only real when you observe it. I think that's, isn't there a phrase or something? I know I'm not nuts. I know there's a fraying or saying like that, right? That something becomes, that 
everything is nothing until you observe it or by bringing awareness to something, it makes it real. So I almost thought about literally when you mentioned when I was, uh, listening to your voicemail manual and you mentioned how it's all quiet all of a sudden when you get to the intersection then like 10 seconds later boom all of a sudden tons of people tons of cars i don't know i just think that well yes it could be testing your patience but just in my in my own sci-fi brain because you know my brain's different but i always thought that what if it's like your reality trying to catch up to you where it's like emmanuel you could have like really amazing like i feel i know that you have really amazing powerful energy that what if it's like your own reality trying to catch up to you where it has to make you realize, oh shit, I'm not just, you know how they call main character energy where it's just you and your own reality? Technically, we're all in our own individual realities creating it, right? So what if it's you walking down the street and then the outside reality is like, oh snap, I got to match up with Emmanuel's reality right now and make it seem like there's a whole world going on. There's people, there's stuff, not saying like, okay, of course, like this may sound far fetched, but I don't know. You, you, my mind be thinking other things. <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, though, um, I sometimes think about that where um, where reality begins and where reality ends. Where does our individual reality begins, and where do where does the collective reality begin? Because we have our own individual realities full of our own thoughts, emotions. Where we are the heroes, we are the main characters of our own realities, our own stories. But what happens when our individual reality? connects with what's called the collective consciousness or the collective realities of everyone else in the world. And I almost feel like Emmanuel at that time when you were at that like uh, intersection, I wonder if that was like one, like a glitch in the matrix, <laughs> you know, me, that's basically what I'm trying to say that another side, you know, another side story, maybe it's a glitch in the matrix, but I do hundred percent definitely psychically believe it's definitely testing your patience for sure. Because um, this is one of those processes that because you are, undergoing a very beautiful journey it's going to take time naturally and i do believe also with the bird symbolism it's really about you know making sure that you know you're heading into a future that deals with a lot of freedom remember independence equals freedom right and think about birds when we see them flying we think of what freedom so it also in a most literal sense mirrors your journey actually i believe a lot of birds are sent to us from spirit um, and also birds pick up on our own energy as well. So birds can be simultaneously can be influenced by spirits, but they can also, um, you know, it's birds are their own beings and they can be very drawn to you to help you out for that moment. You think birds and all these animals can't read our freaking energy? Of course they can. They can see who's going through it. It's kind of like if any one of you guys ever been chilling in a public space and all of a sudden you see a, a certain insect or a certain animal just come up to you out of thin air. That is not random. They know your energy. They can feel it. So all animals come from a very unconditional loving place. So it's usually trying to help you out, you know? So definitely anyone who's listening, pay attention to any kind of like, just like Emmanuel did, like any kind of noticeable animal that just randomly comes up to you because it is 100% a message, whether it's from the animal or whether it's from spirit itself. Regardless, Emmanuel, I take this as a really great sign that you're headed into a wonderful, wonderful direction in your life. And continue to have patience and don't let anything weigh you down. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Great questions. I'm going to get to the next uh, voicemail. Oh, and side note about the birds. Anyone who sees an unusually amount of birds like coming to you, surrounding you or something. Um, for those of you who are into alien stuff, 
I would definitely recommend looking into what's called the avians. They are an alien race that is like looks like a bird, like a tall standing bird kind of thing. Um, definitely, if any one of you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, definitely Google blue avians or avians. Just throwing it out there. All right, now get to the next one. My bad. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Mia. I hope all has been well for you, and I can't wait to book a session with you soon in the future. My question for you is, how do you find your life's purpose for the particular life that you're in? What ways can you navigate figuring out? I look forward to hearing an episode. Thank you. Hey, Mia, thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate you. And I'm sure I'll be uh, seeing you in the future in a future session. Um, Okay. Uh, So when it comes to life purpose, this is how I would um, define it. So all of us have what's called a generalized overview of a life purpose. All of us humans share one thing in common, which is that we all came here to help one another no matter what all purposes derive from helping ourselves and one another because as you guys know (coughs) sorry about that um as you guys know as we help ourselves we also help others right and vice versa when we help others we may feel inspired to see our own situation in a different light. You know, sometimes we we may be going through it and then we just like, ah, well, I'll help this person out even though I'm going through it. But then suddenly you suddenly get solutions and clarity for your own situation. So helping. All humans have a, a life purpose of helping each other and oneself. So I'm going to say that in the most biggest of pictures. Now, obviously, I know your question is about how do you find the the little, the little, you know what I mean? The other specific uh, life purposes. So I believe that we have multiple life purposes. I do believe that um, after we have, it's kind of like a, uh, like major chapters in our lives. I think once we've gotten through a major chapter, it's like going through a court, like, 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 a, like, like a part of our purpose. Our purpose is, can be, uh, how do I say this? Um, Our purpose can be found through our everyday human interactions. Some of our purposes can be smiling at a sad person who looks kind of sad on a bench, at a park bench, and saying, hi, hello, how are you? Hope you feel better kind of thing. It can be as simple as that to as complex as finding the next freaking um, equation for a time machine for this lifetime, right? It could be as specific and as complex as that to as simple as just waving at someone and smiling, okay? Now, it's all through, as you've seen the common denominator, human interactions and helping one another. Now, our life purposes can be fulfilled in many different ways. Our life our life purpose isn't dictated by a specific job, like, oh, I gotta be a lawyer in this life or I gotta be a freaking doctor in this life. If you were called to do that intuitively, then I would say, yeah, then it definitely is your purpose. But our purpose isn't just about what we do, you know what I mean, like career or job-wise, because I don't see a difference between a CEO of a Fortune 500 company and a janitor. There's nothing different about either of those types of people, nothing. Because both people, whether it's a janitor or all the way 
Fortune 500 CEO, CFO, top person, doesn't matter because both of them equally share something in common, which is through human interaction, they are going and living through their life's purpose. So I feel like it's not so much, I think we, you know, we're feel pressure throughout our life since we start life. We're in school. We're in school from like 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's like a freaking work day. We're getting trained to go to work. And then we go to work from what? Nine to five, just like we were in school for eight hours. It's the same old stuff, you know? So it's like we, we've been indoctrinated to believe that like life purpose has to be what you're doing for a living, but that's not necessarily 100% the case because we may feel pressured to get certain jobs, but even though we may have certain jobs, you can still fulfill a purpose. It's all about the human interaction, guys, because a lot of our purpose is more intangible. Intangible meaning something that can't be seen. So our life purpose is built by how we emotionally connect to others, how we treat someone with respect, how we uplifted someone going through dark, dark time. Um, for example, comedians, the people who are actual comedians, they are hilarious and they help people find the lighter side of life to laugh. Notice how when we laugh, we're not thinking. You ever notice that? Or is it just me? But I've noticed if you're really in the like laughing hysterically for that brief moment of time, you're not you're in the present moment for when you are laughing, you are in the present moment. You are not thinking about the past, present, or future. You're not thinking about the past, present, or future. You just are being by laughing. And I think that comedians are here to help people induce that present moment of, you know, laughter is a very high vibration. And so a purpose could be someone, you know, a jokester, you know, someone making people laugh, you know what I mean? Or it could be, um, you know, obviously like lawyers, they help injustice people who were done wrong. They were, you know, people are able to have a voice, you know, there's so many different ways that this can manifest, right? But another strong way that you can find your life purpose is think about your childhood and think about any kind of hard thing that you've struggled with. Anyone who's listening, I want you guys to really think about it. What was something that you really struggled with? Such as, okay, for example, I'm going to use me. I've struggled as a child with, um, for me, I was always too much of, of something, you know, I was too loud. As you guys know, I'm loud as all hell, but uh, you know, I had to learn how to accept myself. I was either too loud too, or maybe not talking enough. I was too close off or maybe too much. I was either too much or not enough. You know, I realized that <laughs> throughout my childhood, I was either too much or not enough something. And I was like, and I spent a lot of my years trying to appease people and it just never worked out for me until I realized, wait a minute, I have a voice. I always talk a lot. So maybe I started to gather over my life, you know, what was, you know, my, you know, my voice and how important it was for me to get it out there and things like that. But anyway, going back to the struggles, whatever you struggle with. So for example, I struggled with, you know, accepting myself and accepting that there's parts of me that may or may never resonate with people. And it is what it is. And I, that was hard. You know, I think it's hard as a child. It's easier now as an adult. Now I don't give a fuck, but it's hard when you're a child and you need that understanding. You need that acceptance. It's scary. You're in this new world. You have no idea what the heck you're doing, you know? So I, I, when I was younger, I said, I want 
to help people not feel the way I felt and feel alone and feel like an alien on this planet. I mean, kind of funny that, you know, I was always being abducted. I mean, that's kind of hilarious. But I used to use that word alien as a child. I don't know. Even before I knew what aliens meant, I even uttered the word as a child. It's like I've always felt literally like an alien on this planet. And so it was something that I had to come to terms with my difference, how, you know, I think differently. I don't think like a lot of people. And it was hard to say a lot of my point of views because people looked at me like I was nuts for a lot of years. So it was a, it was a, a coming to terms of accepting myself. But I said, and then, and then with my spirituality, when I was seeing like random ghosts when I was little, like seeing ghosts walking around my room, seeing spirits, seeing things, I had no one to talk to. I had no one to like to help me understand that. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna make it my freaking mission to help people who are having a hard time with their psychic or spiritual experiences. I'm gonna help those people because I didn't have anyone to walk me through it or to help me understand what seeing this mean or what that meant, you know? So now I feel so blessed that I can help others do that and help them understand themselves more. And I'm also a huge person about freedom. I'm always about freedom, freedom, freedom. Got a freedom of thoughts, freedom of expression, freedom to be who you are, freedom, freedom, freedom. So then I realized growing, you know, I'm starting to connect these dots. Like, okay, I'm here to maybe help inspire inner freedom, maybe, or help people understand more about who they are and to let let things go because I'm pretty good at letting things go. So I thought, okay, I think about all these different things that I'm decent at, things that I struggled with and yet simultaneously that I was good at. And that's when I realized, obviously, all these years later, this was not an overnight process. Obviously, this is something that took me quite some time to figure out. But this is just one of my purposes. And I say this because this is my viewpoint. I do believe we all have multiple life purposes. And I don't believe, I, I do believe we have a generalized life purpose. And I do believe we, we fulfill life purposes in small, minuscule ways with the people that we love. And even the people we can't stand, we fulfill a purpose, you know? So you want to think of life purpose as it's way more fluid than just one thing. You are only here to learn how to love yourself. That is one thing, but there's so many other life purposes you can have. You know, some life purposes deal with um, past life stuff, right? So some of us did things or didn't do things and we want to come back to, you know, do it in a different way or do it better or do it differently, whatever the case may be. So some of our life purposes, you can look to the past or past lives um, and and using astrology, some of us, um, I'm not an astrologer, okay? Please, please let that, let me get this out the way. I'm not an astrologer. I'm still learning myself. I would never, like, it's so detail-oriented astrology that there's no way I could ever offer that as a service because my brain is still trying to learn it. But from what I've gathered thus far, I have gathered that um, a lot of, I believe they said the life, you can find your purpose through your north node and looking through your south node so anyone who's in astrology you can see kind of what you're here to do based upon your north node so that's a that's an astrological an astrological way of finding or at least getting a glimpse of a purpose another way that you can kind of find your purpose is to think about all the things that people come to you for so for example mia if people come to you for a certain thing like advice about certain things and let's say people like Dang, Mia, you're so good at giving advice at this. Or it could be um, maybe you're a great planner or organizer and many people come to you to ask questions or, or, or they ask you to help them with organizing their space or cleaning or whatever the case may be. Or maybe you're good with numbers and 
people naturally flock to you to help, you know, they come to you to help you with their math or numbers or their business, whatever the case may be. You want to focus on those things as well. You want to think about things that you're naturally drawn to. Think about the things that people naturally come to you for. Think about the things that are kind of effortless for you to do. These are all hints of what you're here to do, you know? And so I just wanted to uh, share that. And But most importantly, in this current lifetime, your life purpose is fulfilled as long as you are, you know, and this is how I feel. I'm like, because I think about it so differently than most people. So just got to take what I say with a grain of salt, basically. <laughs> um, but then again, how does anyone know what is the absolute truth? I'm just speaking my own truth. Someone else can speak theirs, but God has the ultimate truth, right? So how you know, even what I'm saying, I'm just going off of my own intuitive channeling, my own intuitiveness. But um, most importantly, the only person that can really tell you what your life purpose is, is you, girl. And anyone listening, only you can only you can tell that because it's a moment by moment basis thing, meaning your life purpose is fulfilled in your everyday little human interactions. I don't want anyone to forget this, that don't get lost in the search of power and the search of, oh, I got to do this. I should be doing this and then shaming yourself for not doing certain things. F that. Let's forget about that crap. Because what is most important is that you allow yourself to be whoever the heck you need to be moment by moment. And that's what matters. And what matters is most is that you are, you know, when it comes to a purpose, you can find purpose in every moment. It's all up to you to find meaning or give meaning and give purpose to all that you are and all that you do. So to get even more in uh, deeper with this, I believe that our life purpose is whatever we say it is. Now that's a whole different line of thought, but I also believe that to be true. But I also, yes, we do have different things from different lifetimes that are still on us. That is also true, but you will definitely find um, a lot of your purpose. Just like, like I said, just using those examples that I used before. And most importantly, um, you will also start to see a lot. Another way to find your life purpose is that you will start to find a lot of synchronicities that start to pop up all of a sudden. That's probably a good indicator of where you need to be focused at any given moment. Um, that may or may not deal with like purpose, but that was just randomly channeled. So take it, whoever needs it. <laughs> You've been seeing a lot of synchronicities around certain something you want to do or certain or a certain thing, or you're just seeing random shit pop up over and over and over and over. That is leading you to, you know, it's it's like spirit giving you like an upcoming trailer of what's about to happen in your life. So basically, um, I think a lot of our purpose is found as long as we are able to be in the moment and be present with ourselves and not get so lost into a future and worrying so much about not feeling like you're achieving enough, accomplishing enough. I believe that whatever's meant to be will be. Whatever in front of your face is meant to be there. What's not in front of your face is also not meant to be there and not shaming or judging yourself based upon what is and what isn't and having total acceptance of what is and what isn't at any given moment, you know? But um, 
yeah, girl, I, I hope that, uh, you know, your search and um, anyone who's listening for that matter, who's out finding themselves and looking for themselves, I, I will say definitely a lot of your purpose deals with how you choose to respond to people, how you choose to react, what you choose to share about yourself and what you choose to share about your uh, your gifts, you know, in this life. Because once you have the courage to share who you are authentically with this world, oh man, you will really see a lot of your life purpose shining through. A lot of life purpose gets revealed to us each time we are courageous to be ourselves full-heartedly, without judgment, without shame. So if you're really able to share deeper aspects of yourself to the world, oh, you're really going to see more of your, your life purpose shine on through. So hopefully that sheds some light onto some things. Uh, thank you so much for calling it and really appreciate it. All right, next voicemail. Here we go. Hi, P. My name is Savannah. Uh, I am a pretty long-time listener at this point. Um, I have been having some crazy vivid dreams, and I've been feeling called to write them down, uh, as you always say to do. Um, so I woke up last night from an incredibly vivid dream, and I felt called to write them. And I also just want to share it with you and the podcast and see what you think, get some thoughts. Um, so here it goes. Uh, okay, so I just wrote down, just woke up from an amazing dream. I was in some absolute hell with what I believe to be my soul cluster. I can't remember who all was there, but we had to uh, live an absolute nightmare for a time. I can't remember exactly what we had to endure, but finally we woke to being in a new world. We had time traveled back to 1932. Me and my soul cluster knew what we had endured, and we had known that we had traveled back. For some reason, this new world, though only back about a 100 years, had nothing. We had to relearn how to build a community. We still had buildings and some technology. Um, I could see myself uh, using a Polaroid and was able to capture sweet pictures of the group working together and having fun doing so. We, as a select few from my soul cluster, knew about the future events, natural disasters, and were able to keep the new community safe by avoiding the disasters. We taught the group how to recycle, how to utilize the land, how to not use trash, how to garden, how to fish, etc. We were shown a satellite view of our new earth and all the land that was ours to explore. We knew we had to build boats to go explore the lands. It ended up with the community stargazing together. It was so clear and beautiful and we could see all of the planets, Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto to be precise, crossing the skyline, uh, sky like shooting stars, but slower. And we watched as Earth crossed, and then it blinked out of the night sky. It was clear to me that me and my soul cluster would be creating the new Earth and teaching others to love and respect this one so we don't repeat the old Earth's natural disasters, the natural disasters that had occurred at our hand. I remember when we had gotten out of hell and time traveled back to 1932, I exclaimed to my partner, still nameless and faceless, now that I've woken up, maybe a spirit guide, maybe my higher self, and I said, oh, great. We got out of hell and traveled back to the Great Depression. I remember seeing uh, somebody who bullied me in, uh, in junior high, and she was really mean to me, but she wasn't awakened to what I knew, and I just sent her nothing but love. I led with such fervent love for others and for the future of our new planet. We were going to get it right this time. Um, and then I, just, I wrote a couple notes um, after the stream. So I said, realizing now that this soul cluster of mine that I saw in my dream was probably truly my soul cluster, and that's why I'm not allowed to remember now that I've woken. Also, I woke up and my clock read 444. 
Um, so I said, well, creating the new. Oh, snap. Hold on. It just kind of cut off. I think she has another part two to the voicemail. I think the voicemails are three minutes long. So you may have to. Yeah, I think she called back in. Okay, I'm going to finish up uh, replay this next one. Okay, so hey, Savannah again. Uh, so I just wanted to finish up. I'm almost done, I swear. Um, but I said also I just remembered that uh, some people I knew in college were in my hell with me. Um, and one of them's name is Panda. Um, and I actually have a matching Panda tattoo with him. Um, I decided to look it up uh, in my spirit animal book, uh, which is wild because I've been called so many times to look up the panda because it's literally on my skin, um, but I've never looked it up. Uh, so I looked it up and in my spirit animal book, and it told me to incorporate Quan Yin in my panoply of spiritual consultants. Uh, I follow goddesses a lot, actually. So I've gotten so far uh, a lot of... Isis, a lot of Hecate, a lot of Artemis, uh, and then lately I've been also hearing, don't forget about Kwan Yin, so it's, it's pretty fun. Um, I actually had a little girl uh, who told me that she, uh, I was reading an oracle deck, and she told me that uh, she could see a lady in white with a dragon tail who had an Asian face. Um, this to me was very clear that it was probably Kwan Yin there telling me, or who was there with me while I was doing an oracle reading. Um, so anyways, uh, can't forget Kuan Yin, uh, but I looked her up in my, in my atlas of goddesses or of, of spiritual beings and it says she's the goddess of mercy. She's the one who hears the cries of the world and she may be petitioned to provide divination and dreams. So very clear that she is giving me this dream. Um, and then I decided to look up, uh, do a couple draw or readings, uh, in my Starseed Oracle deck after that. And I drew Forge, Don't Follow, and Trust the Timing. So to me, it's very clear that this is talking about uh, the new world. Uh, I listen to a lot of channels talking about uh, how we're going to be in this new world. There's going to be a division between, you know, the lower frequency and the higher frequency. I really just want to know your take, what you're seeing on this as well. Um, and then what do you think about this dream? Because I've been having so many dreams lately that are super vivid. And from what I hear from everyone else in my spiritual community, they're getting crazy dreams right now. Super potent energy. So, all right. I love you so much. And I can't wait to hear this on the podcast. Okay, bye. Hey, Savannah. Thank you so much for calling in. Wow. Like, okay. Anyone who's listening, I know it can't be just me, but I felt like I was taken into a wild, cool journey by listening to Savannah. Like, I'm seeing all these visions, these visuals. Like, Savannah, the way that you speak, it's wonderful. Like, I literally went through a whole journey through your dreams, at least visually speaking, man. Um, Okay, shit, where do we, like, unpack this? How do we unpack this? Okay, so first things first. You time traveled back to the 30s. That stood out to me so remarkably because I've had so many time travel dreams. Oh my gosh, guys. So many. I can't keep count that I am so fascinated that someone else is also dreaming about time travel. Um, Just in a general sense, guys, anyone who's listening, if any one of you has ever had a time travel dream, please, and I mean please, call in because... 
you don't have to literally i mean not like literally like begging you but like i always was intrigued because i think those of us who have time travel dreams we like i always feel like it just seems so real like i can't shake the feeling at all and i would love to ex- like do like a like a an experiment to see you know the commonalities between time travel dreams between all of us humans you know i don't know i just thought that would be interesting but going off of yours savannah um i thought it was interesting that you guys time traveled it, and and you know it was really interesting that it was so specific to the 30s you know and with the great depression i wonder if um and 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 not only that but then it's like you know it's interesting you said your soul cluster your soul group and it's true oftentimes we don't usually see or hear like like we're not able to remember from these dreams like specific names or faces especially like you said if it is a part of certain something bigger going on where you're not supposed to know yet i do agree with you on that um but yeah, based on this dream, you know, it's interesting when you said someone who bullied you in school showed up in your dream, you know, I believe that person's also part of your soul cluster. You know, a lot oftentimes our enemies, people we never think they're part of our soul group, you know, our soul cluster. But anyway, uh, going off your dream, though, I do believe it's funny how you you mentioned something about like teaching people about how to like regrow you know how to plant how to do this how to use resources and and to prevent all these natural disasters from the old world i thought that was interesting and i thought it was interesting that you kept that you said that you went through kind of a hellish experience and i don't know i i wonder if that symbolized this is my analysis now i'm going to get more deeper into my analysis which is i wonder if the the quote in quotation marks hell that you were going through symbolized what's going on in the here and now no i'm not saying the earth that we live in is hell what i'm saying is emotionally and mentally it can feel like it when the world's getting chaotic it can feel like you know technically hell is a state of mind in my opinion you know um but that was interesting you had to go through this deep dark shit and i wonder if it was like you mentioned how all these natural disasters cause the old world to go and you're trying to help time travel and go and help this new world i believe you were saying so it's like I don't know if I got this correct, but I think you time traveled to another world. You traveled, not only did you travel to another world, but you traveled back in time as well, which is, that's that's pretty remarkable. Honestly, I can't shake the feeling. Like, I feel like there is a, I feel like there's a lot of Earths that already exist. I do. Now, I know that there's a big, like you were saying about like what's called the new Earth or whatever, um, a lot of people talk about it where different frequencies some of them can go to new earth some of them can't or something like that um what do i think about that uh because i think you asked what do i think about that and other and, and and then the rest of your dream um in regards to the new world i mean everything's everything already exists all those i don't know how to break this down okay this is what I believe. I believe that there are already physical Earths, not just the energetic form. I'm talking about physical. You know how we're here in this physical density, right? I believe there are other Earths that mirror this one. As you guys know, we live in a you know multiverse, so you guys know there's infinite amount of Earths, just like there's an infinite amount of views and infinite amount of bees. There are randomly roaming around. So anyway so i already have a belief system that i already believe that there's already physical actual planets that are similar to this planet but when we get into the new age concept of of the new earth which is an energetic frequency which is 
a new earth can be right here, right now on this planet earth, except that a, a large group of people who have evolved or have done their spiritual work or whatever you want to call it, um, will be operating in that reality. It's kind of like I was saying earlier about how we all operate in our own individual realities anyway, but and it's if you can imagine all these individual realities and all these people who have a similar wavelength will they can live on this planet but not be bothered by a lot of things that are going on this planet it's kind of why people get upset or angry at people for not being angry have you guys ever encountered someone like that i swear to you i know i have i've literally had someone um be mad at me because i'm not emotionally or angrily impacted by everything that's going on in this world as they are and i'm like that's like you're mad at me for not having anger like it just makes no sense but hey that's okay. It's okay. Because I say this because most times people who are quote in the new earth are not that bothered by what's going on because they can already see it from a higher perspective. Whereas the world is getting constantly or the people not in the quote new earth are being constantly triggered by every little thing that happens in this world. Whereas those, those people, the other people can kind of see it from a from a higher perspective and see what's really going on. And um, yeah, so I say this to say that the new earth is already here. It's a state of consciousness. The new earth, as you know, Savannah, it's not, because I know you're, you sound really, um, you're really intuitive to me. So I know you're well aware that it's not technically a physical place. It's just a mental and emotional state of consciousness. And once we evolve to that, it's kind of, um, it's kind of having a higher dimensional experience while here in the physical on this third dimensional plane right so it almost seems like going off your dream and analyzing it more it seems like um by the way i do believe in time travelers i do believe that they do exist um and i do believe it's real i'm not gonna say anything more that's all i have just nothing more to say i just firmly believe it and i'm not gonna go deep into why but i just do now anyway um me saying that i i say that because savannah i do believe that you are that what you experience with that time travel, I do believe that is a part of your soul that already has, or the future part of you that can already access, you know, going back in time. Technically, we all could go back in time just with our consciousness. It just takes really intense focus. Technically, intense focus works for anything, including telekinesis and anything, right? But anyway, um, you really need intense focus to um, time travel. But that's when using your consciousness. I'm sure that... Uh, Basically, what I'm trying to say, Savannah, is I do believe a part of your dream was real. That's all I'm trying to say. I do believe I do believe the time travel part was real. I do believe you and a, and a group of people do this. Not just, I know that you've only had that, or at least for now, from what you're telling me, this, that dream recently. But I do believe you've done this multiple times. Even the times you can't remember. It's just what I psychically am picking up on. I do believe you've done this in the dream state multiple times. Um, so I do believe there's an aspect of this that is very real, that a part of your soul is teaching other souls, um, how to rebuild. And, um, I almost feel like, uh, even reading more into your dream, I kind of feel like when you mentioned natural disasters, I also believe that to be true, that we are going to see a lot more natural disasters and that from this year and going, you know, natural disasters happen all the freaking time, but I'm talking about those ones that really stand out those ones we're going to see an uptick absolutely so i also believe you're tapping very much into the future savannah that's why i really believe you are you know the future you know aspect of yourself 
already tapped into all that and it's kind of relaying the message to this world, other parallel worlds and everything, you know? So, um, really, really interesting. Like seriously, a really interesting dream. And then, um, you also said, uh, with the, you mentioned in the spirit animal book with the panda, I believe about Quan Yin. And it seems like she really is working with you. The fact that you, um, you know, you, you had all that symbolism. Come on, there's no way. So I just want to confirm for you. Absolutely. I definitely feel like she's working with you at this time for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. I just think that, uh, I don't know. You just have a cool energy about you. I really, really know that you're here to do some powerful, powerful stuff. Um, and you know, just stay your, your wonderful self. Everything will work itself out. Um, and, and seriously, I, I really, uh, I don't know. You just have a really good intuitive vibe about you. Actually, to be honest with you guys, everyone who calls in has a really good, in, good energy, but obviously we all like each other for a reason. If you guys are listening to me and I, I, and I'm listening to you guys back and I'm liking your energy and you guys like mine. So no wonder, of course, we're going to like each other's energy. Everyone who calls in has, has an awesome ass energy. Thank you guys. And anyone who's listening, all you guys have awesome ass energy. Just because you don't call in mean, it doesn't mean nothing. You know what I mean? You got to do what's right and comfortable for you, you know? And I just think it's, uh, I don't know. I just appreciate everything. I appreciate you guys and appreciate everyone and you guys listening and just, um, sharing your souls with me. I appreciate it. You know, I know that, um, you know, I feel like, Hey, if I, if my, if my butt can, you know, share, share myself and my crazy stuff, then you know what? We all can, you know, let me be the beacon of confidence. If (laughs) this crazy woman can share her theories and so can y'all, you know? So that's what I'm, maybe that talk about going back earlier about the purpose. I mean, that's what I'm here to do. Free the world from, you know, feeling like there's something wrong with you, you know, because that was my biggest thing. I always thought, Oh, something must be wrong with me because I'm different until I got older and realized, nah, because I'm different is what makes me magical. And what makes you different is what makes you magical. And even if no one was able to see that within all of us, so the fuck what? Because you know what? It's only between you and God anyway. Everything we do in life is always between you and God anyway. Between me and God, you and God. And, you know, it's always like the best approval you're ever going to get in life. It's not going to be from humans and, and all that stuff because human emotions they're temporary they're fleeing but what's forever is is what you think about yourself what you love about yourself and what you love about just everything in your general sense that's what stays that's what is not temporary is what you think about yourself and what you love about you and no one can take that away from you no one can do no one can so or anyone out there who's feeling, I don't know, just, you know, I'm just channeling, all right? <laughs> you know, I'd be random as hell, so I'm just channeling. So for anyone out there who's just um, coming to terms with, uh, you know, deep internal changes and change is scary in a general sense and, you know, um, putting yourself out there, I pray that, you know, your courage to put yourself out there overrides your fear of rejection or, you know, your fear of being alone. I hope you still shine anyway, despite those fears. And I hope you get all that you want and need in this life, despite all those fears. And um, I hope that you're able to face fear and just realize fear is just uh, something we conjure up. I mean, it's a real technical energy technically, but I feel like a lot of humanity leads with more fear. And I don't know if it's because we're just so scared because we all don't know what we're doing or if 
we are taking in way too much information from social media. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just was thinking about this the other day and I was just thinking about how like, man, everyone's so much in fear. Everyone's making decisions out of fear, living in fear, you know, can't even like make a decision without thinking of fear. It's like, there's so much fear energy in this world. And, um, I'm just here to say, look, we get this life. We have, yes, we live forever and we, we are infinite beings, but you get this one life as this one unique personality as you, because the next life, you're not going to be the same personality. You're going to be a whole different personality, maybe a different gender. You're going to be completely different. So why not with the random, maybe 80 to a hundred years that we have, why don't we all be free and enjoy what we want to enjoy without worrying, without the fear? My God, you living your life, why does it have to have so much fear with it? You know, it's, we got to remove all that outside pressure, outside noise and get back to the roots of who we are. Love has no fear in it. God does not have fear. You know why? Because God is love. And when we love something about ourselves or something about this world, and if we focus more on that kind of energy than focusing on all the bad things that's ever happened to us. And, you know, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) You guys know I'm just going on a random ramble at this point, but I don't know where I'm headed with this, but point of the matter is I just want all of us to be free. I just want all of us to be smiling with the sun hitting all of our faces and anyone who's listening, you know, maybe if you're ever, if you're outside, just close your eyes. Cause obviously I wouldn't recommend staring at the sun with your eyes open, but close your eyes with your sun, with, with your face towards the sun and have a smile and hold the smile for about five seconds and just allow yourself to receive a really high frequency of energy, you know? Um, But yeah, um, you know, we're all just trying to figure it out. You know, we're all just fucking, you know, we're all making mistakes. I make mistakes every day. So what? You know what I mean? Like we all are imperfect and we're all just trying to love all of our flaws and imperfections. And, you know, but you got to be mindful that you're not basing who you are based on someone else's interpretation of you. Who you are overrides someone else's interpretation only you get to decide that. And with that, I'm going to leave on that note. All right. And also, um, I'm having a sale um, for Valentine's Day from now. Today's February. What the heck is today? Today's February 3rd. So from now till February 15th, I'm having a sale for all my sessions. I look forward to seeing you all. Um, and until the next episode, peace.